It's the bottom line on News Radio 610, KONA. From the Tri Cities to Olivia to DC, we break down, break it all down the stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser with your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. Welcome back to the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA, hour number two on your Monday afternoon, 547-1610. If you would like to get involved, you can also hit us up via email, 610KONA.com, bottom line page, your name, where you're listening, what you'd like to say. We're on Twitter at Bottom Line 610, Parlor and Facebook at the Bottom Line 610. And you can also get us through the free mobile app, Google Play, and the Apple Stores. So before we got into the before we got into a little bit of discussion about the current voting situation and, and to me as far as I'm concerned whatever's going to play out is going to play out however it's going to work out is it's going to work out the decision is going to come at some point in time and we're going to have to live with it whether we like it or not um, but that doesn't mean that voter fraud does not exist period plain and simple and we should be doing everything we can as citizens as residents to push our lawmakers to make sure that we have as secure a system as possible because nothing less should be accepted, regardless of whether or not you believe in the ability to transform an election or not, or this election or any other, the possibility for it to happen should not exist, period, plain and simple. So... That's me. Maybe, again, I'm a little naive. Maybe I think it's I wish too much. I don't know. But either way, um, you know, we've seen some interesting stuff around here in the last week or so. And depending on, I guess, your, 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 your outlook on some things. Depends on on where you are planting your flag. Um, I think a lot of what's gone on in the last week around here has been mixed because I don't think anybody, I don't think you could walk in like you would at a polling booth and pull a lever and vote straight ticket. There's been way too many nuances and way too many different behaviors over the course of the last week around here for my money, in my opinion, for anybody to turn around and say, I agree with everything that's happened wholeheartedly. And I agree with all the behaviors that we've seen wholeheartedly. Um, I think there are some people around here that cross lines. And we've talked about that a yeah. bit last week in some situations. Um, but I will say this. And we've said this plenty of times on this program. Our job, our goal, our mission, if you would, is not to tell you how to live your life. It's not to influence what you do. It's not to influence how you think. It's to help you to think a little differently or expose some sides to some things that maybe you hadn't considered before. You may like it. You may not like it. But the one thing we're not going to do is tell anybody Tell any business how to live your life. I'm not going to make those decisions for you. We may tell you what we're going to do. We may tell you our approach. 
We may give you our opinion on a situation, but we're never going to tell you or demand from you that you do things the way we think because that's not American. That's correct. Plain and simple. So today, I sat down for lunch. Okay. In a local business. You did? I did. Oh, my gosh. I know. You know what's the interesting you part about that? You do live life on the edge. You, you know the interesting part about that is I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> is that right? It's not, it's not against anything for me to do that. There have been things that have been put out there to tell businesses that they maybe they shouldn't. No, they, they could lose their license and Absolutely. But there's nothing that says I can't go there. Did you, did you notice that? There's nothing that says that I can't go there. It just says that they shouldn't be open. But it doesn't say I can't go if they are open. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, Jim Richland. What's on your mind, Jim? I'm just thinking uh, Thanksgiving and, you know, the band. You know, my wife and I went out for a walk, and I said, oh, man, they got eight cars. You know this. That house is packed. And let it go. I'm like, no, it's good for them. Because yep. people are going to do what they want to do. When it affects me, I'm going to get upset. If it doesn't affect me, that's your choice. Maybe maybe you like Coors Light. Maybe I like Bud Light. I don't care. Have your fun. If it doesn't affect me or mine, have fun. It's exactly it, Jim. And that's the thing. I wish most pe- I wish most people had that instead of the narc on your neighbor mentality that some people have. But Jim is the anti Karen. That's right. Jim is the anti Karen. That's what we'll call the anti Karens, the Jims. <laughs> <laughs> You've been immortalized, sir. Thank you for the call. Um, but the reason why I bring this up is we talked about this before in the and I'm going to use one of them old-fashioned words. Cockamamie way the governor has wagged his finger and told people who can operate and who can't. All right? So I go to an establishment, of which I am not going to name, and I have lunch today with a friend. Do you wear a mask? About an hour, yeah. Yeah, well, wore a mask walking in. Took the mask off sitting down because you can't put food through a mask. Not yet. Not yet, but they're working on it. A lot of people in there. A lot of people having lunch, enjoying a good time. And you know what's funny? Nobody was, nobody, nobody turned into a Karen. Nobody was complaining. They were busy. The the staff kept apologizing over and over because of how busy they were. And people were setting their distance and doing their thing and so on and so forth. And, you know, it, it, it was, it was, you know what it was, Ed? It was normal. It was normal, Ed. It was normal. And you know the other thing I didn't see? I didn't see hide or hair of an LCB agent. <laughs> I didn't. Didn't see hide or hair of an LCB agent anywhere. Didn't see it at all. And, you know, it was okay. It was good with that. And they had stuff posted and stuff, you know, about the orders and all this other things and and what they were declaring everything and so on and so forth. And it was good. And it was fun and it was enjoyable and it was relaxing and it felt like 2019. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, fellas, it's Mike. Mike? You You missed me, didn't you? Of course we did. I missed you. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Same to you, and you as well. Here's one of the things that 
worries me a little bit. I like to go eat at certain places. I'm going to name the name of the place because I love the place. Plug Greek Islands. So I go to Greek Islands to get my hero and uh, mom and dad and either son and daughter-in-law or daughter and son-in-law are sitting at a table eating and it's the only table in the place that it says dine in and it's for four people. So you order your food, you kind of wait and they open the doors, make sure all the air is getting in and out. And a guy walks up to their table and says, how come you're not wearing your mask? And now everybody that's in the place is on high alert because you're thinking, what's next? Is the gun going to come out? Is there going to be this giant altercation? Man, I wish I could just get my food and get out of here. And the old man says, I say old man, he was an old man. He was an elderly man, 65. He says, we're eating. And the guy says, you need to put the mask on, and when you want to put food in, you pull the mask down and put the food in. And everybody in the place was just aghast at the callions of this guy, number one. And number two, people just wanted to avoid conflict. My greatest fear is that there's going to be some kind of conflict in you're going to be in the wrong place at the right time, and nobody wants that. No, uh, there, there's a there's a distinct possibility of that. There is. Before we go to break, I, I appreciate the call, Mike. I, and, I, and I do have a moral to it. But go ahead. Go, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll get to the moral, but but go ahead. Put, put well, your point out there because I, there is there I'm is a, to, there is a train to the there is a method okay. to the madness. Okay, here. And, and I just want to offer a, a tease. I'll go in into more depth in the next segment. With with your story, Rob, you know me. I'm I'm the last person who would complain about anything. I want things to go back to pre-COVID as much as the next person. But I do have a real problem with the story that you offered up. Now, maybe my problem will dissolve away, uh, just disappear after you go down your train of thought a little bit further. But there is a concern that I have, and it may not be what you think it is. 547-1610-509-547-1610. You can email us, too, by going to the website, 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page. Send us your question or your comment. More of the show after this. Radio 610-KONA, 547-1610. If you'd like to get involved, Robin Ed hanging with you. And, you know, as I mentioned last segment earlier today, I went to, I had lunch at a local restaurant. Went in, sat down, ordered lunch with a friend. Had a great lunch. Not going to say where it was. Um, and it felt like normal. And it was good. 
didn't see an LCB agent, didn't see anything like that. But I will say this. Over the weekend, my wife and I hit a couple of places on Friday. And as we're well aware of the crackdowns going on on restaurants and indoor eating and all that stuff, there were also guidelines put out for retail businesses, 25%, okay? It's supposed to be no more than 25% in the stores. Yes. Of the multiple places that we stopped, there was one that was tracking the amount of people in the store. Mm. One. Now, you say to yourself, well, it's Black Friday weekend. First weekend of the holiday shopping season. Sure, big weekend. Who's going to do that? And you're right. Who's going to do that? My question is, where's the enforcement? Because we've got LCB agents that are out and around that are going to restaurants and making sure that they are abiding and that they are doing what they're supposed to be doing under the proclamations. Who's going to Costco? Because that was one of the places that we went to that didn't have anybody counting. We went to a couple other stores that didn't have anybody counting. And I can tell you, Costco's parking lot was full. Oh, yeah. Now, is a full parking lot for Costco more or less than 25% of capacity? That's not a question for me to answer. But what I will say is this, that I didn't see any L&I enforcement. And we don't hear stories of L&I necessarily coming around and counting people inside retail businesses. We hear LCB going to restaurants and any yes. place with a liquor license because they're easier to control. That's they're right. easier to fear monger. They're easier to scare. They're the ones that you can threaten to take their liquor license and find them $10,000. Good luck walking into the store manager of Walmart and saying, yeah, you need to clear out about 100 people. Uh, get on the PA system right now, please, and tell 100 people to leave, or else we're going to give you a warning. What's the likelihood that's going to happen? Okay, you got my point now. So once again, the uneven application of these proclamations and orders is the bigger problem than the actual desire to try and, you know, now nine months into flattening the curve, or somewhere around that time frame. Uh, yeah, nine months in, almost nine months into flattening the curve. We're, we're 11 and change into flattening the curve instead of two weeks. But now you see the big problem here and why you have business owners in this community that are extremely angry. Because it's the unfair application of the enforcement. It's the unfair pointing in certain directions, whereas others. Now, I look at it like this. If you are a business and you choose to risk, you take that risk. You assume that risk. And you assume what comes with that risk. I will. I went and patronized one of those businesses today, and I have no shame about it whatsoever. I don't feel bad about it in any way, shape, or form. I'm glad that I was able to put some money in the coffers. I'm glad they were open and available. The food was wonderful. The service was great. And I'd be more than willing to go back again. And again, I didn't see an LCB agent anywhere, and I'm sure they know that they're open. My my one and only concern, and this 
is probably not what people think. It's it's not. Oh no, they're gonna you're gonna spread COVID and and blah blah. No, no, I, I'm I'm not a Karen. I'm I'm more <laughs> like a Bill than I am a Karen. Uh, but I am concerned when we have rules in place where some businesses choose not to abide by them, and some do not. In the case of the of the uh, business that you went to lunch at today, Rob, mm-hmm. they were breaking the rules. They made money. Yes, they did. And they made a lot of people happy. They did. So much so that many of those same people probably will return and spend more money. They probably will. And they might bring friends. But they broke the law. They, they broke. Well, they didn't break the law. They broke. Okay, they went they broke against. The, they, they went, went against, against a proclamation. They, exactly. Is it really the law? Okay. Because okay. The governor poor, can't well, make let me law. Finish. Let me finish. Yes. I, poor choice of words. They went against the rules. How's that? For those businesses, local or franchises that are trying to abide by the rules, they're being punished because all of those people are now going to the businesses that are breaking the rules. And to them, I think that's unfair. Now, unless everyone gets together and says, we're not going to abide by these rules, then it's an even playing field again. Or if everyone gets together and says, we are all going to abide by these rules, which I don't see happening because it's not happening now. You're going to have an un, unlevel playing field, and the only the only thing that those businesses, though, specifically those restaurants, did wrong was they are abiding by the proclamation. I don't think that's fair. That's my humble opinion. And, and in certain aspects, in certain industry. Obviously, it's been uh, it's been a bit more tightly regulated than others, i.e., restaurants, i.e., bars. What do you tell the 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 small restaurant propri- uh, business owner, the proprietor, mm-hmm. in the Tri Cities that has been trying to do things by the book? They've reconstructed things. Well, what they've, did you tell them with every franchise before, when McDonald's and Burger King and Wendy's and and everybody else still had their drive-throughs and was able to operate them, and they had to close? What do you? They, they, it's the these same thing. Business, these businesses have been moving to abide by the ruling, you know, by doing the takeout, the curbside, sure, all these things. Sure. But now you have some restaurants in this community that are that are putting that are taking the risk on themselves yes. and putting their business at risk yes and making Absolutely. money where the others that are trying to do the right thing are not or, making well, money and could very well go under unless they decide to well, go against the rules themselves and maybe they have a moral dilemma doing that some would argue that are they trying to do the right thing or are they simply abiding by the proclamation that was laid out whether or not people agree if that's the right thing or not i think that there are there are restaurant owners out there that would have a moral dilemma with breaking the rules even if they think that those rules are stupid and they hate governor inslee and they and don't, don't want to agree with you and they're being punished for taking the high road 
I think over the ones that are looking to make a fast buck. And and, and while I while I see that point, I, I differ with you significantly. I'll explain why when we get back. Give us your bottom line. Call 509-547-1610. Now, back to the show. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. Back at the bottom line, News Radio 610-K1A. The number is 547-1610 if you want to get involved. Jason Hogue with American Family Insurance waiting to hear from you. Whether you're looking for auto insurance, life insurance, homeowners, small business, farm insurance, you're looking to bundle a few things together, they've got a big umbrella that you can fit underneath. They've got safe driver programs for adults and teens, and Jason is the only American certified American Star Certified Agent with American Family Insurance here in the Tri-Cities, and that is for a level of customer service that is surpassed by no one. Visit his website today, jasonhogue.com, to get started with American Family Insurance. We're going to go right to the phones. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 k What's your name? Where are you calling from? My name is Tom. How are you doing? What's up, Tom? Yeah, just wondering, like you were saying about the restaurants, they're closed. My sister owns a restaurant. She's been in business over 30 years, but she's telling me. I was talking over the weekend. She goes, yeah, I lost money. She lives in Hood River. She goes, I lost money, but I'm not going to be selfish. If my neighbor restaurant's going to be closed, I'm going to be closed. We both have curbside, you know, um, to go orders. But she goes, if, she, if they got to do that, I'm going to go with that. I'm not going to be open. Why? In other words, she said, I don't want to be um, breaking the rules and be selfish. If the other person can do what they're doing, she can do it too. And just wait it out. And like you know what? Me, it's, yes. Uh, no, go ahead. Finish your point. Yeah, like she was telling me, you know, we're not the only ones. We're, it's all over the United States that are having this problem. But we just got to unite, like she said, with her restaurant owners or other restaurants. They all unite and they all go, we're going to make it through, but we're going to fight with it and go and, and get what, they, what we can get. We're going to be open and try to make a, an extra buck just because, like she was saying, I'm not going to be selfish. And I understand, you know, I know the restaurants are hurting, but we just all got to get through this and be. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Going right to the next line. You're up on the bottom line. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Joe. What's up, Joe? So I have a a thought. Um, according to our quote-unquote newly elected president, 250,000 more people are going to die before Inauguration Day because Trump held him back so bad. And uh, he's never once come out and said that these states or counties that are putting in mandates and fining people like they are in California and a couple other places for opening their businesses and having these gatherings and what have you. He's never come out and said, nah, you shouldn't be doing that. That's, that's not right. So I'm wondering, his priority being to stop COVID, um, if he's going to make this a national mandate and make it uh, U.S.-wide and start fining people and hammering business uh, and individuals, fining them, for um, opening or having gatherings or, you know, just getting together with each other. Uh, I, I just wonder if that's what the plan is ultimately for Mr. Biden. Well, it's possible. I mean, it, look, we don't know. I mean, anything is possible. I wouldn't shock me in the in the slightest. Let's go back to the phones. Appreciate the call, Joe. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, guys. How's it going? It's Rock from Pasco. What's up, Rock? So it is not... It's not a rule. It's an unconstitutional edict that he wants to enforce his power that he supposedly has. He does not have that power over the people. The people have that power over him. So if you want to open your business, I say 100% open your business, and I'm going to go and support every small. 
Appreciate the call. Thank you so much. 547-1610 is the number. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? All right. Let's uh, go to this line. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? It's Bill from Walla Walla. And what's on your mind today? You know, with all the shutdowns, I'm just wondering, I, I think I remember something about the governor does have that kind of power in an emergency for 30 days, and then it's up to the legislature. And since this hasn't been to the legislature, is it at all valid? Is, is no one called the governor on that? Or is there something that I don't understand that he's, he does have that power? He does have that power, unfortunately. There was a Senate bill that passed last year that basically gave him that power. Uh, without a time constraint on it, uh, the legislature was looking at it as a Mount Rainier, San Andreas Fault, um, Hollywood movie type of situation to where the world's going to end. Uh, they didn't realize that coronavirus could be used for that, but there was a Senate bill passed last year that took uh, a time requirement off of the governor's emergency powers. And so, yes, the governor does have the ability to do this beyond 30 days without a legislative check. And you can be sure that there's going to be a couple of bills coming into this legislature. They're going to try and correct that. We'll see if anything happens as, as a regard. But, yeah, that's that's the situation on that. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 K&A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, Bill from Richland. What's up, Bill? Um, well, I'm just I'm kind of intrigued about this term that's getting thrown around a lot lately about these restaurants trying to make an extra buck. Um, I don't think it's about making an extra buck. I think it's about trying to save their families, save their lives, save what they have left. Um, Not only these business owners, but they also have employees. Some of the employees could be single parents with a single income. They're not getting any help from anybody. Um, It's it's too bad that it's not to the people think that someone trying to survive has malicious intent. Um, like these restaurants that are trying to survive, uh, it's, I don't believe it has, it revolves around any malicious intent whatsoever. I believe they're looking at the bottom line. They've been looking at the bottom line since March and the bottom line ain't looking too good. And a lot of them are about to lose their livelihoods, their homes, and not only that, the employees that work for them. Thanks for the call, Bill. I want to take it a step further, actually, um, because I think a lot of these restaurants, or I shouldn't say a lot because I don't know, nor do I want to know how many of them are open and operating. I don't want to know that number. Um, If I find one, great. If I don't, I don't. But I think it's, I think I want to take it to another step beyond where Bill took it. And that was the first time around, everybody said, okay, we'll give this a shot. Now, the second time around, they're looking at it and they're saying, we have data that supports the fact that we're not spreading COVID in our establishments, but the governor doesn't want to believe that. So, you know what? Governor, you're not going to take my business away from me. You're not going to shut me down. You're not going to take food out of my family's mouth because this time now, we're going to do it our way. We're going to do it the way that we feel comfortable with. And I am not going to blame a business owner that is going to do that. And if there are business owners that don't want to do that, I'm not going to blame them for doing what they're doing either. It is your life. It is your business. It is your decision as to what you do and how you want to operate it 
and what risk you're comfortable with taking. Because really, quite honestly, that is the ultimate thing that it boils down to. What risk is the business owner comfortable with assuming in the current situation? And if you're comfortable with assuming 100% of the risk that could come your way, God bless you. You're doing what you think is right for you and your people and so on and so forth. If you're willing to risk zero of it, God bless you. You're doing what you think is right for you and for your people. I'm not going to condemn either of them one way or the other. They're making the decision they feel is in their best interest, and I hope whatever the whatever comes about works out in the best for everybody involved. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Oh, Sparky here. What's up, Sparky? Hey, hey you've got you've got. They're going by the actual cases and the presumed cases. And then you saw you saw the other day that uh, what Coyote Ridge had two hundred and fifty some. Is that is that in Franklin County? Does that go against uh, that county? Uh, you know the prison up there. And then and then why don't they go by the number of cases in in the hospital? If the hospital's starting to get overrun, okay, put put some clamps down on it. But they're just they're just going willy willy nilly on this thing. And one more thing, guys, I listened to a radio program here a week or so ago. And the, some guy from the department of, and I think I know, but I'm not going to get into it too deep. And he said that the big parties are the problems, and they're trying to control that. And and he actually said they don't actually know how much the restaurants and the bars are affecting the this uh, spread spreading of the virus. I heard it from him. Okay, I'll let you go, guys. Okay, the state did a report. They gave it to Inslee. Less than 1% of cases of COVID were being transmitted in restaurants statewide. And they and he said he refused to believe that report. But yeah. it, was, it was a report. Because it's did. not good science. Because it's not the science he likes. But but here's back to the issue and back to where I, where I have no, I'm going to assess no blame on any business owner at all. They are seeing the uneven application of these rules. They are seeing their business being targeted and being the hammer brought down on by the LCB and by other enforcement agencies that can do that, but they're not seeing anybody at the retail stores holding them accountable. They're not seeing anybody keeping to a 25%, because I'll tell you what right now, could L&I do that? Could L&I go to stores and say, you know what, yeah, you're, you're well beyond 25%. They could, but they're not. And so it's the uneven enforcement. It's the unfair enforcement that I have a problem with. And everyone, and this this is one thing, too, and I want to make this perfectly clear. The restaurant owners that are operating currently the way they have been are assuming all of the risk. They are taking it upon themselves to make the decision to continue to operate in this climate knowing full well that there are ramifications to their actions. They are taking that on. They are making that decision to put potentially their business and the jobs of their employees and everybody else at risk. They're taking that on. That's their decision to make. I hope everything works out for them. Because if I pass another one that people are in eating, I'm stopping and having something too. Okay, you can you can finger wag at me all you want, but I really don't care. Because, again, it's my life. It's my choice. I'm going to do what I think is the right thing to do, just like many other people are doing what they think is the right thing to do. For the restaurants that are closed, you believe it's the right thing to do. I have no problem with that. 
Those that are open, they think it's the right thing to do. I have no problem with that either. My problem is the uneven application of these proclamations and uneven enforcement of these proclamations. And if there is going to be any kind of a legal challenge, it should be on that standard alone that you've got uneven enforcement to the rules that are being put in place by by dear leader Commandant Inslee. Join the show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. Back to the bottom line with Robin Ed, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610 KONA. Bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA, final few minutes of your Monday afternoon. Perfection Tire, four locations here in the Tri-Cities, 58 years and counting. They've been serving this community and treating each and every customer like a member of their own family. From tires to brakes, shocks, struts, tune-ups, Perfection Tire is there for you. Just make sure you swing by one of those four locations for service or check their website in advance, perfectiontire.com, to see all the services they provide. You're up on the bottom line. What's your name? Where are you calling from? I'm Kevin from uh, Richland. What's on your mind, Kevin? Well, I just heard you talking about the enforcement on the, of the restaurants. And one thing I didn't hear was that a lot of those restaurants have been operating at a loss for such a long time now that if they don't open, they're going to lose their business. So while they are risking their business, their business is already you know, close to going under. Now, I can't say that on all of them, but I'd say a, a pretty good share of the small family-run ones are. Oh, absolutely. No question. And and the enforcement, in all reality, Kevin, there's been more of an equal level of a, of enforcement or attempt to enforce on the restaurants than there have been, say, the restaurants and the retail businesses. Because we know that the other rule that was thrown out there was 25% capacity at retail. That's all retail. That's from Kennewick Hardware to Walmart, 25%. Costco, 25%. The lack of, and the biggest, as I was saying before, the biggest issue that I have with this is the lack of enforcement across the board. The lack of enforcement while you're cracking down on the restaurant industry, you're not cracking down on retail. You're not out there monitoring 25% to make sure that they're 25% of capacity at, at Costco and Walmart and, and Target and everywhere else. You're not doing it. But you're going after the restaurants because they're an easier target. They've got a double level you can hit for those that have a liquor license. And it's very easy to turn around and put the screws to them and much harder to put the screws to a retail business because you don't have somebody that won't take time to count. You just have to look and see if anybody's inside when it comes to a restaurant. And that's kind of a bunch of bull crap. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? It's Bernie from Kennewick. What's up, Bernie? Well, two things would happen if, if, if all, all the businesses, I mean, a vast, vast majority of restaurants and everything like that, the ones that are easy to hit especially, if they all rebelled at the same time about this shutdown stuff. Well, the bad thing is that we might get a lot more of the COVID-19. But I think it would be very interesting to see what would happen. What would the government do? What would Inslee do? Etc. That's all. Thanks for the call, Bernie. You know, I don't know how yeah, much. It's the, it's the old uh, they can't catch us all uh, theory. I understand, but. I don't you know. know how much more of the, the Rona we're going to get when it's less than 1% being transmitted in, in restaurants as it is. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, table, at every restaurant that I went into, and I can say this to a T, every place I went into to eat when, when phase two was going, all observed space between the tables. Yep. 
all had them spread out in distance, all had everything laid out because they didn't want to go backwards again. And then just arbitrarily, the governor picks this industry to nail, why don't you close the box stores, governor? They're the ones that have more people in them than anywhere else. Why don't you tell Costco they have to close? Why don't you tell, because there's no toilet paper there anyway, why don't you tell Costco they have to close? Tell Walmart they have to close. Tell some of these other places they have to close and let the smaller businesses have the opportunity to make some money because you know they can limit it to 25 people. They will because they actually want to stay open. They know that you can shut them down. You can't shut Walmart down, Governor, and they know it. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Pete West Richland. What's up? Hey, I, was, I was up at uh, Target the other day. I bought a TV, and it was business as usual up there. Yeah. And I, I'm wondering, how, how in the heck do they track where somebody picked the virus up? I, I don't understand that. They could pick it up anyplace. How would they drill down to a restaurant? Where did that come from? Hey, you know, Steve, you know where it came from? Hey, Rocky, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. That's exactly where it came from. What the contact tracers do is... 6%, according to Todd Myers, well, who joined us state, earlier. That's at the state level. Yeah. I, I'm willing to bet that the Benton Franklin Health District has a little bit better track record. Is they, I would hope. They, they say, uh, sir or ma'am... We understand that you have COVID. Where were the places that you've been in the last 14 days? Okay, you rattle off these, these, and these, and and you have uh, these people that you came in close contact with. Okay, then they go and see if uh, any of those people contracted uh, the virus, and and it's a it's a big web. Uh, the if if everybody is complying with the contact tracers, and not everybody does or wants to. I think they can probably narrow it down pretty well, especially if you start seeing patterns where a handful of people all ate at a restaurant or all were in this store or were all in this classroom or, you know, worked in this uh, industry. I mean, look, they they were able to to figure out that they were able to uh, to go back and and uh, and contact trace for the Tyson outbreak. Yep. Uh, it's pretty easy, uh, you know, at prison outbreaks, <laughs> you know, because the, you know, inmates don't get very far. Uh, but that's that's what they're aiming for. I, I don't I don't know how they do it, especially well, they can't do it very effectively if not everybody is is helping them out. I'm not I'm not saying that people should or shouldn't. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying that their job would be impossible if only a couple of people were compliant. We got a message through our free mobile app, Google Play, and the Apple Stores. You can download it absolutely free. Said restaurant, the modern speakeasy. Absolutely fantastic. You got it. I agree 100%. The modern speakeasy. And I'll tell you, you know, if this continues down the way, it's going to be very interesting to see if more and more businesses decide, you know what, we're going to open, we're going to be quiet about it. And if people want to come in, we'll have you, we'll serve you, we'll do it, you know. And it's going to be awfully, awfully interesting to see what happens when people, if more people begin to take that stand.